Hello, listeners. Did you miss us? We're back. <laughs> it's it's a new episode. It's two kobolds in a trench coat for your listening pleasures, wherever what you may it? be. Bus, car, plane. I don't know. Why was that so sinister? I don't know. Maybe don't know. that's, maybe like, that's what... really sinister. Yeah. Just wherever was... you may be. No, not that bit. They... Did yeah. you miss us? So, Did you miss us? That was yeah. quite sinister, actually. Or is that sort bit. of ASMR? We're like, are you listening? For podcast it's... listeners, Shiv is now stroking his microphone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, someone's going to enjoy it out there in, in listener world. But I yes, we're back so. again. I hope so. Yeah. We've got this far, episode 41. So yeah. we are doing... What is it? This episode play by post. We are play doing by this post. set text based yeah, role which, play, and uh, which, yeah, it's not something I've done, so I'm not oh. really sure. Like, I know the premise of it, so it's a, it's a game that's set up via a forum or something like that. And then it's kind of like the DM, GM, whatever you want to call them, will post something, and then it'll be for the characters to interact with that, and you know, and it's not as I feel from. The little I know, I could be totally wrong, but it's not the, um, what do you call it? It's not like the intensity of like having to schedule games. It's like, I just go into the forum as and when and do my bit. Is that somewhat correct? It, well, it kind of depends on the type of text-based roleplay you're doing because some folks set up times to you know gather all right well we're gonna do some posting this evening at at six and you can do it like from your phone or whatever there's there's it's it's very low it is very low pressure i would say but it's more it's not more intense but it does give you more create creative freedom so I recently actually ran some text-based roleplay. Now, I don't tend to run it in my games. I don't Okay. I don't I don't tend to do it. I know that some GMs like to supplement their you know, so there's they'll they'll run their game and then they'll do some text-based and then it'll carry on from the text-based. I tend not to do that. I don't think that you should do any of the big stuff in text based it i always say nope if it's if it's going big it's it's going in it's going on the table so the main storyline always takes place for me at the table but yeah so there are exceptions to this rule one of them is sidebars which you cannot do at a table really because you end up with a bunch of people just sat there twiddling their thumbs or sticking their fingers up their noses for like an hour or so while you deal with the sidebar. Yeah. And the other one is for superfluous nonsense. Um, So if you have, say, a shopping session, you'll role play the most basic bits of it. But you might, there might be some little things that you might want to just, you know, actually... Let's see if we can get some social interaction in here between the players and whatever. But it you can't fit it in to the session. You you want to get the session done, you know, you gotta get your get your stuff done, buy your shit, craft your rubbish, scribe your scrolls, you know, whatever. Get that done, get that resolved. Otherwise, you'll be shopping for weeks. And trust me, it has happened in one of my games. Getting my players out of that fucking supermarket was a chore. So I tend to run it for superfluous things. So things that don't necessarily impact the story, but could potentially give lore or maybe emphasize certain areas that players should be interested in. Okay. And this, yeah, yeah. I start. I actually started with play by boat. Play play by boat. Apparently, uh, play, play by, by post. boat. That's, I was on a boat. That's the next episode. My, that's I the was, next episode. Yeah, play by boat. This is the like the um, 
D&D on a cruise thing going on. Um, yeah, that's true. But um, no, I started Play by Post a long, long time ago. And it was when I couldn't get an in-person game because, right. you, you know, I've, I've spoken about this before, the rampant teenage misogyny that goes on. Girls can't play TTRPGs just like they can't go on trains um, and all that rubbish. But yep. when you're doing play-by-post, you nobody knows who you are, so it's fine. <laughs> So, yeah, you, you you can sort of be hide be a bit more hiding behind the forum or wherever yeah. you're supposed to be. And no matter where I went, no matter which play by post I went to, there were always you know there were ground rules laid out. So there's two types of um, of text based or play by post that that I am personally aware of. Um, those are moderated and free form. So the moderated is the one that you tend to play as the supplement to your D and D games. It's you have your GM, you have your dice rolls, your puzzles, and and things like that. Whereas free form is where you role play off the cuff. There's no end game. There, you just getting together you're role-playing through a situation it just happens someone posts something and then other people get involved there's no gm there's no dice or anything like that it's just random people doing random shit and having done both i prefer to run (laughs) moderated because yeah. it feels like there's an end game. Sometimes freeform can be very, very loose. There's there's no natural conclusion. But it is good fun. And we used to do a lot of freeform when I was uh, with my... Um, uh, I, I used to be, not so much, not now, but I used to be quite involved in a Star Citizen community. And we did a lot of role play. We were very heavy on the role play. Um, and we used a lot of freeform. We would occasionally go moderated for like big scenarios that we wanted to run, but most of it was freeform. Okay, that's cool. And it was quite fun. Yeah. Now, I don't recommend freeform for supplementary TTRPG stuff because, like I said, it doesn't always have an in-game so you could end up just going nowhere or just going in circles with it. Yeah. But moderated. Because, I mean, yeah. Yeah, go on, sorry. I was just going to say, but the moderated variant is basically just like having a DM at a table. It's just done through text oh, okay. instead. That makes sense. Yeah, because I've kind of dabbled in a bit of like the Discord server RP by post and that was between games it was like a thing where we were like oh this would be fun like as your character you know but it did get a bit out of hand i will say that because (laughs) it it, stuff happened between two players which was completely consensual you know it was um uh, a bit of what, what was it it was essentially um, one guy's character didn't like another guy's character, so they had like a full-on sort of fallout. Oh dear. But the DM wasn't there to read it, so it was kind of like late one evening. And later on I found out that the guy that was playing the bard, because the bard and the ranger didn't get along, they were fine. They were outside of the game, no problem. Good guys. Um, so, But the bard's character, the guy that played the bard, he said that every time, you know, when if it was like a he was tired or a, a a bad day, you could tell that in the post because it was acting that the character was kind of acting um, a bit more antagonistic than he would usually. Oh. And I was like, that makes sense now because yeah. I can looking back reading the post, you're like, 
Yeah, because the weekend we played like like this with cameras and stuff, fun time, absolutely cool. Everyone was, you know, all good, all good, a good bit of RP. In the thing, you know, next couple of days in between sessions of RP on the Discord server, all fine. But then it was like a random, like, midweek. And you'd be like, wow, that's a bit spicy. Why is he, that's, that's kind of a bit antagonistic. He's but gone because, all out there. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, oh, I've had a bad day at work. Let's just. I'm just going to rage it. I'm just going to rage it to person. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's the problem with, I think, play by post. Not the not play by post, but this was just the experience I had if it was very similar to that, where it, it's not moderated. Yeah. That sounds more like a freeform style role play. Uh, with, yeah. Oh, there's something going on over there. Oh, sorry about that. Um, yeah. That sounds like a freeform. <laughs> spooky ghost. Spooky ghost. Yeah. <laughs> opening and slamming my doors. But um, I'm pretty certain that we've got a a bugger in our house we keep stealing our um, keep stealing our keys um <laughs> little bugger um yeah freeform can get that way when you don't have somebody moderating it when you don't have somebody sort of guiding the direction it it can sort of it becomes a little bit of a free for all and because there's no direction because there's no end game because there's no purpose to what you're doing you kind of lose your way, you lose track and you end up with big lumps of text that you're thinking back on it. You're like, I'm actually really not certain that any of this is relevant to anything that we're ever going to do ever in our lives. What the hell have I just done? Yes. And yeah, that, it, there was a lot of that going on with the free It can form. be problematic, uh, which is why I do prefer the moderated variants. Because um, because it just means that there's there's direction. You know there's an end game because somebody is there to prevent you from causing absolute chaos and destroying the world. Which is a you know don't, if you if you guys get into a big old fight in an unmoderated environment, you end up you know you end up with this conflict going on and then there's this discourse between what's going on in the text and what's going on in the game. This is why I don't allow big important things like that to happen in text because then there is this sort of disconnect and it's jarring and it, it can be really complicated to pull all the threads together. Now, we like I said, I did recently have one, uh, a text RP sidebar. Now this was where one character chose to remain with an NPC who was uh, not feeling particularly happy. This NPC. So in the game at the minute, there's a bunch of these NPCs who have been working together to basically come up with a plan to steal a boat. Okay. And if anybody has seen any of my posts on Discord lately of the map that I made of a, a ship called the Midnight Steel, that's it. That's what they're trying to steal. They're stealing that boat. But the person in charge just recently found out that uh, their mother had passed away. And there was this whole thing of, are they going to be Okay. They didn't want to leave the NPC on their own, but the NPC was very, you know, I don't really want lots of people hanging around me talking about this. I I don't really have anything that I want to say about it. And so one person ended up staying behind. One person. And I said to them, okay, well... Do you think you would actively interact with this NPC? You know, how how far do you think it would go? And they actually said, yeah, I I would really like to, to try and interact with this NPC more. Now, I know that's going to take an age. It's going to take ages to do this. So we actually ended the session on, like, um, basically... Me saying, okay, well, the rest of you leave the roof, and you two, you you two guys stay up, 
and we're going to end the session there. And I then reached out to the player and said, okay, we'll do this in text because the others will then know nothing about what you have been doing. They will know nothing about what's been said. And it will be up to you how you, you know, how much you tell them. Do you tell them anything? Do you give them any hints as to what happened? And on top of that, I suspected at the time that the player might be contemplating having a little crush on this character, this NPC anyway. So I thought, okay. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Let's see how this plays out. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is not all right. Let's let's see what happens here because it opens the door for some funny interactions during the sessions then. Because not only do they not know what was spoken about, they don't know why these two people are acting the way they are. <laughs> yeah, so that makes sense. So for me, the text-based moderated role play was a a no-brainer here and it was easy enough to get started so would you be happy with this call um anything that you want to add to your lines and veils that we discussed in session zero for text rp cool okay that's great all right here's how to format it and that that's the big bit formatting Uh, and then we just got role playing and apparently uh, we were at that for about two weeks. Wow. Text, text-based RP can get very in-depth um, yeah. because you have the time to consider your responses. You have enough space to sort of sit back and look at what you've written and go, that doesn't make a ball bag of sense. Let's, let's, no, no, fuck that. Let's, let's rewrite it. And you can actually really consider what your character would do. You're not so on the spot. It's not like answer immediately or you lose your turn kind of thing. It's it's a little more relaxed. It's more thoughtful. And you can actually put in a lot more attention to detail. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, because um, when I did the Discord RP thing, there was a lot of like, you just happen to get a notification. You just watch this whole big paragraph of text, and you're like, "So and so's character says to you," and you're like, "Hang on a minute! Now I've got to read this, process this, and figure out what I've got to respond back." Yeah. And sometimes you'd look at the time, and be like, "It's midnight. What are they doing at midnight? Typing this out, you know, that sort of thing as well." And that's kind of like the. I, in a way, I quite like it because if you have like, oh, I've got a thought, let me put this out there because this is what my character is, is going to say this. And yeah, sometimes it had some good moments, but also, like you say, unmoderated. There were some bad moments because, again, the play-by-post thing is fine. But with this server, there was a lot of private channels between oh my. characters. And then when it all went to shit, the 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 um, private channels opened up and you saw what other people, how the other characters were interacting to the game kind of fell apart. And you were like, and then you'd read it and we all like got together and discussed it. And it's just like, none of us knew that we were kind of being sort of played off each other unnecessarily. That oh, sort of God. thing. Yeah, because it was that sort of weirdness that was going on. But that was because it wasn't very well moderated. It was so, kind of, yeah. I forbid that. My rule is that if you want to do some text-based RP and you want to do it between characters, I have to be included in the channel. I have to be able to watch what's going on. You can't just do these things without me because it's a moderated game. I am the game master. As far as I'm concerned, I am your god. You will do as I goddamn say. And yeah, <laughs> it's like precisely. Don't don't take that quite literally. It's just like in this instance, if people start going off and doing their own thing without other people, you run the risk of alienating players. You also run the risk of going a bit too far, taking liberties. 
with the world that's been created, you might end up making decisions that actually you you literally cannot bring into fruition. You might try and do or say things that negatively impact the game because you failed to inform the game master that that was what you were doing. It's like, we're going to run this and we're going to do this and we're going to go do that. It's like, what the fuck? How, why are you doing I haven't got anything for that yet. The poor game masters, they're like, what are you doing, you pricks? Come back here. I need to, you need to warn me. I need time. I need to prep. Why haven't you got a map for this? Because you never said you wanted to go there, you knobhead. Um, I have said that to someone before. You never said you wanted mm. to go there, you knobhead. It is, it, it is a very real feeling. And um, I don't allow it. If someone wants to roleplay between two player characters, I have to be there. Anything that happens without my knowledge is considered struck from record. You can't utilise it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fairer because then I think any other wild shit could happen. And that yeah. did. It basically got to a point from this sort of like RP moment vibe like post that the bard character and the ranger character like could not coexist any longer oh no <laughs> yeah it got to that point and it was it was like it, it was like it got to a a brawl it was it a brawl it was something had happened but because you know my character aka me i was asleep because it was like late and they were like well your character stood there and let it happen i'm like yeah but it was like one o'clock in the morning, guys. <laughs> you're like what? firing these posts you're firing up in Discord. Well, I'm asleep. Yeah. That's, I couldn't that's where... do anything. <laughs> that's where the moderated one comes in. So generally, yeah. when it's like just two people and the moderator, the game moderator, the game master, the dungeon, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. God. Um <laughs> When it's when it's just that, it, it's normally easier to keep an eye on. You normally just say, okay, every few posts or whatever, GM says, I'm going to bed now, guys. You can carry on, but don't do anything big while I'm not here. Um, or if it's just between you and one player character, it's a lot easier because you can just... The pauses, and you kind of like, they're either at work or they're... Um, asleep or they're taking a shit you know something's yeah. going on in their life and they can't be there and that's fine and you or, just, just yeah you know, or for you example you're like assume, you're okay, ill <laughs> you're I'm ill gonna or be something honest, like, yeah. I'm going to be honest as one of my players when he doesn't respond I just automatically assume he's on the toilet because that that's just he's always on the goddamn toilet and I don't know why um, what a reputation it's I probably, know it's probably whenever he's late for anything he's on the bog i can guarantee it but wow. um so Exposed. if he doesn't respond i just say okay well he's he's on on the on the crapper okay let's go we'll, we'll carry on with our day so yeah i mean that's it's, important yeah. that that i think is important for a moderated one free form it's not so bad you could you can just let it go and it it can do whatever it wants and it doesn't really have any impact. Most of the time, it's superfluous stuff. Like, I'm in a pub. I'm drinking at the bar. Your character comes in and sits next to me. What do they say? Kind of thing. But yeah, when it's moderated, it's always good to have a few rules in place. So my rules, you don't role play anything without the moderator being present or at the very least knowing about it for the reasons that I said to you before. All of the lines and veils that exist on the table exist in the text-based roleplay. And if the moderator says you need a role to do that, we are trusting you to be honest about what you roll. Now, I know that some folks use like 
uh, online dice rollers or randomizers, which you yep. know, help with that. For the most part, I trust my players not not to be dicks about it and not to fudge the rolls. And natural twenty, them, natural twenty, natural twenty for everything. Um, yeah. Most of them are quite good, and some of them will actually video their digital rolls. They'll they'll get their digital roller, they will video it, and then they will send me the video so that I can moderate yeah. that as well. Which is which is cool. I don't ask I, that they do that, but it's nice that they do. Um, I like that. That's a good. That's a good way to be fair and it's to be responsible in your dice rolls yeah. for a play by posting. But look. Here's my dice rolling, so you know I'm not fudging it, or I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it! What a high roll I got! Oh, you Whoa, just don't it's amazing! <laughs> Look, I rolled a seventeen. Yeah. Oh, honest, Gov. Honest, again. Gov. <laughs> like the 60th time. Yeah, um, I'm just—I don't know what's so happy. I'm getting these nat twenties all the time. Oh. anyway. Yeah. So it's <laughs> for play by post. It's always good to have a, a set of rules in that. If there's more than three of you. It's usually also a good idea to have, like, like an initiative order, but not literal initiative. So, um, if the conversation is uh, taking place between the entire group, which does occasionally happen, it's rare, but it it does happen. You usually have this agreement as to. Unless you're being directly addressed, there's a rotation yeah. uh, for who posts what when. Um, if you're being asked for how do you react to a certain thing, instead of everybody piling in at once, the moderator will normally ask people in turn, they go, okay, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? How do you react? What are you doing? And unless somebody is directly addressing someone else, you tend to follow that format and it's helpful. It can feel a little bit fake, but it is helpful. It does help keep things under control and you don't end up with like random shit happening. It's also good practice to allow sections to come to a natural conclusion before jumping in with something new. So if there's a conversation occurring between two characters and you've suddenly had a thought and you want to like oh my god I know what I can do and you want to put it in it's generally good practice to sort of wait to a natural pause or a natural stop before moving the scene somewhere I just smacked my microphone before moving the scene to somewhere else because otherwise you end up with this jarring bounce between scenes and it's very uncomfortable it can be very difficult to read and it can be very difficult to follow the flow of what's going on. So normally yeah. you'd wait for a conclusion. And yeah, I, I think on. that's, yeah, I think that's the way to sort of like get it to right guys. We've, we've had this point now. Let's move on to something else yeah. or at least like bring it into um, like another character to bring it in to kind of keep yeah something's going so what could happen there is uh the player with the character you know that's thought of the thing because suddenly um i'm going to rush in and say guys 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 are you done yet please i need i've got something i need to tell you and then sort of leave it at that or if you've reached a sort of natural pause point where there's been a sort of climactic moment something has become obvious something has come to the fore you can do a scene switch. It's usually it's usually done in the style of, meanwhile, on the other side of the room. And yeah, you make a I, note yeah. of that. You put you make a note of that. Meanwhile, on the other side of the room, this is what's going on. And then that does its thing. Then at a natural pause point for that, you go back to the other side of the room. It's like watching a film. You sort of yeah, move. Like scene transition. Scene, scene transition. Scene cut. Yeah, yeah, I like now, that. Obviously, that's easier to do when it's um, when there's fewer people. But I have moderated this. This was a nightmare, but I have moderated a thirty-five man role play. That must have been quite heavy. 
oof, it was a pain in the ass. It was also sci-fi. So it was whole like space themed and it was like, oh God. Um I have to remind people that physics works here. Um, <laughs> um Well yeah. But, but um yeah, so as the moderator of a moderated text roleplay, you can set these parameters. You can you have the right to say, okay, this is how we're gonna do it because this is gonna make it a hell of a lot easier for me going forward. You then have to make it readable as well. And that's this is a problem that I find with a lot of text-based roleplay. Like when I've just seen it in passing and not engaged, the reason I haven't engaged is because it's not readable. I can't yeah. read what's going on. And what I mean by that is there's no differentiation between speech, descriptors, uh, important highlights, uh role requests or out of character chat and that's the big one out of character chat because it does happen sometimes you have to ask a clarifying question as the player not as the character Uh, so as an example in discord when i did my text-based thing with my player we used standard text to denote speech so somebody is talking your character is talking. We then used italics for descriptors. So uh, as an example of that, um, saying something like he pauses, catching himself, then continues on. So that's a descriptor. Or something like um, he doesn't move, he's standing still in the middle of the street, staring at the sky above. That's a descriptor. So those were all done in italics. Um, Emphasis. So usually you'd emphasize with italics. Can't be done if you're already using italics. So we use bold for that. This is all in Discord, by the way. And code block was for role requests and results. We would then use block quote to symbolize that something had been written on a piece of paper or on a sign. And then in twin brackets, any text inside twin brackets denotes that you're talking out of character. Okay, so it's all like listed to like how to communicate this properly. Yeah. So it when someone's posted, you can go, right, I get the scene they're setting, I get what they're trying to describe. I get now what they're saying. Right, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, everything is set out in such a way that you you can tell such and such is saying this, but such and such's player is asking this question. And they're then doing this. Oh, and that's a roll. Okay, they're rolling dice. Okay, that's fine. And it's just clearly laid out in a way that it's it's readable. And that's what's important in text-based roleplay. It has to be readable. If it's not, you can get so lost so quickly. It's not like reading a novel. And that's because people have different writing styles and sometimes they don't quite mesh. And I'm doing a lot of the hand movements today, but but it doesn't quite mesh. And you find that one moment you're reading something fine and the next, I don't know what's going on anymore. And it's because a different person has written yeah, and it can come across in a big block text, and you're like, "Wait, well, what's happening?" I kind of you have to like read the whole thing to figure out like the character saying this, this. Whereas where you describe it there is a lot easier to um, yeah figure and, it all out. And you can choose your own formatting. So if you don't want standard text for speech, then use something else. Um, if you'd rather have italics for important highlights and bold for descriptions, then go ahead. Um, Discord has an absolute boatload of markdown text that you can use in, in chat formatting. So just use any one of those and see what's what. If you're doing it in a forum, you can change the way that your text looks in a forum. You could use different fonts if you wanted. Just be careful not to use one that's cursive because I have discovered recently that a lot of people I know can't read cursive, which is why a lot of people can't read my writing. But um, ah. 
So use something that's easily recognizable, but set those rules out beforehand. Yeah, because I had one in the Discord once that was like different color was like for something. Yeah. Like the text was in a different color for like, uh, like you say, like a descriptor or an action. Like one was green, one's blue or something like that. It was just like so-and-so does this, so-and-so does that. And it'd be like in different colors sometimes. So you can discern what was going on. So yeah, yeah it, I mean, it's like it seems you, to work. I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've ever played World of Warcraft or anything like that, but you've got I have. the, you have, I have. Yeah, you played WoW. Mm. So you've seen the chat box at the bottom, right? Yes. And you've seen how things show up in different colors depending on who you're talking to. But it also does that for the descriptors as well. It says things like. Um, player a dances with player b and that comes up in a completely different text as well and it just yeah. differentiates you know it helps people to see what's going on and role play groups make a big deal out of that they have rules in place for that because not everybody can role play over voice some people don't like it some people prefer not to because they're playing a different gender some people don't have a microphone yeah it you know it i understand that this is a modern technological world but some people do not have them because let's face it they cost an arm and a leg so that is axed yep precisely so it's not always easy and i think some people do you do you agree or you maybe you disagree that some people can get quite nervous about doing it like this face to face oh. with the cameras and stuff so they go actually my preferred medium would be play by play absolutely i my husband gets very nervous when he's on video. Not so mm-hmm. much voice, but video, he gets quite nervous. He doesn't... I think it's... Some people just don't like it because they maybe they don't like the way they look. Maybe they're not comfortable with their appearance. Uh, maybe they see themselves on screen and they have like a freak out. I, God knows I won't watch homebrew havoc clips i will listen to them but i won't watch it because i don't like looking at my stupid face i even right now i I can see my face right now and i'm i'm like i hate this so much i'm going red just looking at myself i hate it but yeah i think when i first started doing it i was like I didn't know what to do with my hands, you know, just like waving them around because I'm all up being expressive. <laughs> I still wait. So we don't use video in my games, mainly because uh, some folks didn't have very good connection. I eat me. Um, <laughs> so I can't manage that many cameras all like just trying to stream yeah. to me at once. So I said, look, don't bother. I can hear you. And as long as we all understand that, you know, some people's connections are slower than others, we should be fine. But even doing that, I still do the hand motions. I'm still waving my hands around. And I even say to them, I am making this hand motion. And I don't know why, because you can't fucking see it. But uh, yeah. it's entertaining. I'm just being it's, expressive in my hand yeah, gestures. Yeah, I am an expressive thespian. Yeah. But Bong. it's, <laughs> but it's yeah. different. It's different with text RP. Um, because you don't need a whole wadge of like big tech. You don't need a, a you don't need a, a camera or a, or a microphone. You literally just need something that can word process and a connection to the internet and some basic understanding of how to format text. And that that's yeah. that's what makes it so useful. And that is why I ended up doing this with with my player. And they had this absolutely beautiful scene and I, I can't even begin to tell you how wonderful this scene was just up on this roof with the both of them happen to be this is this is weird one they're both changelings but one of them comes from a world where changelings are you know basically hated and the okay. other one comes from this world that they're now in where changelings are accepted and there's this whole beautiful moment where actually the the player character, so the one who comes from the, the place where changelings are not accepted, she actually sits there and there's this beautiful moment where the two of them are like, 
wow, we can speak to each other and it, it doesn't feel uncomfortable. And the player character finally has a moment where she can express herself and what she wants without fear. And she even says as such, and she comes to this realisation that this whole place where she is now is so different from her own world. And there's this lovely sequence where they basically talk about the future and things that they want to happen in the future. And the, the player comes out and says, this is just nice. After all, like, her backstory is full of war and trauma and horrible because she's hated because she's a changeling. Suddenly, she's sitting on a rooftop with another changeling. She's never met one before. And they're talking about fate and the stars, and it's beautiful, and it's just so nice. I thought, yeah, well, you wouldn't have had this moment in the game because it would have taken too much time. And... She's actually said to me, I want to do more. <laughs> I want to yeah. do more with this. I, I mean, want to uh, talk more with him. And it's like so annoying because I just want to do it in the game and I can't. And I like, well, we'll get to, we'll do the thing. But what it's also done is it's led to some very interesting points during the table sessions as well. So now there's definitely this connection between the NPC and the PC and other people are slowly noticing this thing going on. And it's like, hang on, what's happening there? Yeah. There's some chemistry (laughs) happening. Yeah. Yeah. But what's even better is one of the NPCs is absolutely 100% cottoned on and is being an absolute prick about it. (laughs) Just really winding the situation. staring Yeah. He's he's waiting until one or other of them is in private and is then just asking questions and he's doing it oh, in the most like probing yeah oh yeah but he's sort of he'll just suddenly appear and he'll be leaning on a wall just be like so you've been making yeah. my mate blush ain't you it's yeah like, and it's it's so funny and nobody else understands what the hell's going on and seeing their reactions to this it's brilliant hmm now, would you say that that has enabled people to become a bit more expressive since, you know, playing on camera, you can feed off other people's reactions, but it seems like playing by post gives, like you said, like you you know, you alluded to, gives people more time, gets them to be more expressive with what they're saying and get their point across better for better character development. I think that it does definitely open some doorways to interesting places. So taking this one as an example, again, I as a DM have learned more about my player's character. It's allowed me to gain insights that maybe I wouldn't have just by asking questions. It's also allowed me to kind of piece together a few things that will help me with future plot points. So in this instance, I learnt, well, I can't actually go outright and say what I learned, but I learnt something that is going to be a big impact later in sort of like act two. Ah, okay. No spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers, but it's going to be important sort of during act two and especially in act three. And Mm -hmm. it's going to offer a lot of, it's going to offer a lot of hard moments. There's going to be some hard choices that people have to make. And finding out these things in this manner, where it's in text, it's already written down. It means I don't have to remember it. I don't have to make a note. I don't have to, you know, formulate that thought immediately i have it there i can look back at this text and i do i regularly go back and look at this and this role play started on uh the 12th of july wow okay and it's finished now this this particular section is finished now but it started on the 12th of july and i still go back to it i still look at it i i run through it 
and remember things, you know, take things from it and go, okay, well, actually, I need to remember this bit. But it also allows for character development outside of your general table play. It allows you to explore your character's feelings in depth without that whole, we've got to get through this session, we've got to do this mission, we've got to do this. You can just take the time, you know, during a long rest, you guys can talk. What do you want to talk about? And you don't often do things on a long rest. I try and encourage them to do stuff on a long rest. I like it when they do things. I like it when they talk to each other. I like it when they talk to the NPCs. I like it when they make things with stuff that they found. And, oh, my God, have they made some weird old shit. I don't even ask about the gnome in my Monday game because he has made so many weird things. It's, it, it's, it's not even funny anymore. It's just terrifying. But yeah, it's that moment that you can just sort of sit back, think about it, relax. There's no pressure. And if you play a charismatic character, it gives you the time to sort of think about it because there's this whole pr- there's a lot of pressure on charismatic characters. There's a lot of pressure. Oh, you're a talker. You got to be good at talking. I'm not good at talking. Me, Ailey is not good at talking. Ailey bullshits an awful lot. <laughs> Just listen to this I, podcast, and you know I bullshit a lot. I think that's what everyone does, though. So it's, yeah. you, you're but, no exception. Everyone does that. So sometimes you know when you're playing like a high wisdom, high charisma character, it's like. There should be something really profound that I should say right now. And I can't think of anything. But with text roleplay, you've got the time to think. You can put in your double brackets. I've seen this. I'm just thinking about what I need to say. Bear with me. It's coming. Yeah, it's, it's coming. coming. My, I am here. I'm doing it. I'm just struggling with the wise part. I could talk out of my ass, but I'm struggling with the wise bit. And it it makes it easier. There are some things that maybe you wouldn't be able to bring to a table straight away. You wouldn't have the confidence to do it. But if you start doing it in text first and it becomes more natural. You can sort of build to it, yeah. Yeah. So would, would you feel comfortable role playing a scene like this in a game at the table now yeah yeah let's give it a go and you can build from that yeah i think that's cool i think that's a good opportunity to wrap up then yeah that's good i think that's that's taught everybody a little bit about play by post how i think from what we've just discussed here and your explanation there is brings a different dynamic to the game and different dynamic to your games and helps characters develop and forward you know their own sort of not necessarily the main plot but their own sort of character plots their character hooks and things and forward it on i think that's yeah, quite cool i think it's my opinion it's it can be a good supplement to your table play yeah it should definitely. never be a replacement for the major moments but it can supplement what you're doing and help you, it can actually help your players develop their character if they're struggling yeah. and it, it can I be think, it can be fun yeah. but don't yeah, do good. it behind your dm's back exactly it's <laughs> don't good. do that you're just causing it's more good. trouble it's good for like the downtime moments and the sidebars yeah. and things like that but yeah no so there you go enjoy that one for play by post hopefully you'll get something from that and if you are playing by post let us know um how that's uh, helping your game or hindering it depending on how well it's going (laughs) (laughs) yeah what what crazy stuff have you seen in play by post you know what weird things have occurred and you just thought what the hell is this what's going on or what what the hell man yeah or what what you cheekily have got away with in play by post that you probably wouldn't have got (laughs) in a game (laughs) let us know at the usual places at two key app podcast on various platforms i think Yep, you can find yep. us on Mastodon. Uh, you can find us on um, the uh, the former bird site. I'm not calling it 
not. I well, can't. It's now known. No, nope, I can't. That's it's fair. just wrong. That's fair. Find us on dice.camp slash at two key at podcast. Find us at two key at podcast on the bird site. You can find us also over on Tumblr, two key at podcast. Funny that it's what we're called. Andy, we've go. also got yeah. our own website. If you head over to our bird app profile, in fact, any of our social profiles, it should have a connection to our website there where you can get in contact and uh, see what we're up to and also send us a message to tell us what you'd like to hear. Yep, precisely. So catch us there, catch us everywhere. Catch us on a Thursday for Homebrew Havoc as well. Listen to the other 39 episodes we've done. We've carefully cultivated for your for your listening pleasure. And we will see you next time. And hopefully, Indeed. maybe you'll miss us still. Yes. <laughs> ominously. That, yeah, we're going to start it with Sinister and we're going to end it on Ominous. Thanks for listening, everybody. Listening. And if you have enjoyed listening to the show, don't forget that we also have a coffee. If you go to coffee... Uh, well, co-fee.com, coffee.com, forward slash ko-fi, ko-fi, coffee, just fucking feed me. Um, <laughs> co-fi.com slash two kobolds in a trench coat podcast. Find us there. Donate a coffee. We're fundraising to upgrade our website to a premium plan, which will give us a funky domain name. So drop us a few pennies there. One coffee goes a very long way mainly because it keeps me awake for long enough to do anything at all. There I don't know go. about Shiv, but uh, one's enough well, for me. Yeah, busy <laughs> life and all that stuff. But yeah, well, uh, so, yeah, with that ringing endorsement, we'll end it there. So enjoy it. Come find us, come see us, say hello, and we'll catch you next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.